Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast. It's actually not this week's episode, it's a special episode. This is a what we're calling a reaction episode, which we'll do right after India games. So I'm joined by DJ, I'm your host Ashwood, I'm joined by DJ in London, and we are reacting to India's second win of the tournament against Afghanistan earlier today. DJ, how are you doing? This is a different format for us. It'll be a short episode. Just uh, talk about the game before yeah, I'm, next week. Yeah, I'm doing well, episode, man. Right? It, uh, we're doing two episodes in the week. We'll be doing another episode after the Pakistan game. A preview as well as a... a uh, hopefully not a post-mortem, maybe a review. Uh, but yeah, it's exciting, man. Like two episodes, two, three episodes a week. Yeah. The excitement's building. India's second in the ICC World Cup table. As we speak, just after New Zealand, but lots of teams haven't played two games. Um, not bad, 100% record so far, right? Yeah, exactly. So I look at the points table and I see four teams undefeated. Again, early, early to be jumping to those conclusions, but four undefeated, four without a win on the board yet, and two have split, right? So it's interesting. And the four undefeated, I think three of them were my semifinals. Maybe, yeah, three of them were my semifinals, three were yours too. India, New Zealand, South Africa were mine. Only two years. Anyway. Um, good, good week. Interesting couple of matches since we uh, last got a chance to record. And so obviously just to run them down really quickly, New Zealand, Netherlands, pretty one-sided, unfortunately. The Netherlands team actually looks good. Looks like they have a good, a good squad, good opportunity to, to show up this year and deliver a couple of upsets. But, you know, unfortunately didn't, didn't do too much to write home about against New Zealand. England destroyed Bangladesh. So by the end of the first match on Tuesday the 10th, we're sitting here saying, gosh, weird World Cup. There's been all one-sided matches. Then we had a pretty good match between Sri Lanka and Pakistan. Close. Not that close, but closer than anything else has been. Uh, where Pakistan, uh, pretty clinical chase, to be honest. Pretty big total, but uh, good net kind of outcome. And then let's talk about in Afghanistan. I feel like you're, for those watching on YouTube, your DJ is laughing at me. What are you laughing about? The two things I'm laughing about in the, the YouTube comments, Lona Gaming is sending us kisses and hearts. So back to you, nice. man. <laughs> and Always Varun good. Elwadi has said, reliving India's victory with edges and sledges is like cherry on top of the cake. That is why we do this show, guys. We're fans just like you. We're not professionals. We're not journalists. You heard us ranting about the things that you rant about with your friends in the dressing room, right? Not dressing room, living room. <laughs> You're you're all over the place. This is a great episode. You've just come home from a long day of work. I'm taking time off the middle of the day of work, but we're we're doing it. We're here. We're making it work. Let's talk about. Let's relive the episode. Then why not? We, yeah. This is what you guys are here for. An episode relive the match. Excuse me. This we're is really classic. This is excellent. Living room dressing room. This is room, the dressing room. Professional stuff, guys. Number one cricket podcast in India. Good. This is why you tune in. All right. India versus Afghanistan. 3.30 start. Very For me, AM. Very difficult to tune in. So the first little bit, I was just half watching, half falling asleep. But Afghanistan wins the toss, toss chooses to bat. Let's start with that, DJ. How you feel about that decision? And then I want to ask you about uh, India's 11. Um, pretty like agnostic, I guess, about the decision, mm. right? Because uh, South Africa batted first last time on that ground and got 400+. plus. Sri Lanka then got 300 plus. So, seemed like a batting track and uh, yeah. runs on the board. And Afghanistan would have tried to back its spinners to do the job. Uh, probably a bit stronger in the bowling than the batting department. So, not a bad decision. Um, tough day in the office for those guys though. Yeah, I think it. I think it's interesting 
whether you make your decision on the pitch, on the opposition, or just on your strength. And I think in this in this team situation, you'd back Afghanistan would back themselves to defend more than they would to chase. Uh, I'll walk through the match, but I want to ask you first about India's team selection. So mm-hmm. no, no return of Shubman Gill, although reports are starting to say he's doing better. I think he's just arrived in Ahmedabad. So although that doesn't say much about whether or not he'll play against Pakistan, he's there. Which is cool, uh, and then the only the one lone change I think, right? Uh, Ravi Ashwin misses out after all the discussion, and your boy, the Lord, comes back in. What were your thoughts? Return to day. the side, six overs for one for thirty-one. Didn't even know the spell and yeah, a catch, let's talk about it. an excellent catch on the boundary, where he he caught it, tossed it up, came back into the ground, completed the catch, and then that gave him confidence. He he had a little bit of luck. It was an umpire's call wicket. But let me ask you the choice. Mm. Let me start first First, start with, we probably won our first match with 30 overs of spin. Choked the middle order, middle overs, excuse me, all that. And now made the change. What What do you? What is your take on that decision? I'm not unhappy with that. I mean, because uh, gave everybody game time, right? This is probably one of the easier games that we would have expected to play. Um and I don't mind that. Uh, as I said in the preview of the show, of the World Cup as well, it's horses for courses, right? If you're playing at Dharamshala with Seamers, Shardul should play. If you're playing at maybe uh, Chennai, and that's what we did, literally. It was not a bad decision, I think. Yeah. And you give people game time, right? And um, that's what we've done here. He's done well. His confidence is high. And yeah, no issues with that selection at all. Ash probably resting a little bit. He's a little bit older than the rest of the guys. So... I don't think I don't think that's a bad shout at all, to be honest. So as Team India, and we'll get into this game, but as Team India heads to Ahmedabad next, where the quicks took most of the wickets, but really it was a belter as uh, Rachin and Devon made their centuries. What do you play from a bowler standpoint? Does does Shardul has Shardul earned his place for one more game based on the one for thirty one and a catch? Has does Ash come back in? What do you do there? Or do you change it up altogether? Because arguably the weakling today was Siraj. So do you play Shardul for Siraj and bring Ashin for him? Do you bring up Mohammad Shami back? I don't know. All the choices, right? Oh, wow. Interesting. Uh, Siraj had a bad day. He went, what, what, eight, eight, 70 runs or so in his nine overs? 76. 76. He went for a few. Yeah. Um, yeah. Off day. People have off days. Fine. I think he's still... India's best bet with the new ball, to be honest. And I mean, after that spell against Sri Lanka, you'd have to be a pretty brave man to drop yeah. him in, in, a, in yeah. a crunch game. And it is a crunch game coming up against Pakistan, right? Let's make yeah. no mistake. It's the 14th of October. It's 8-0 is what all Indian fans are hoping for. And 7-1 yeah. is what uh, the Pakistan fans are hoping for. The first on the board is what they want. And it, I think you've got to play your best and we'll do a full preview on yeah, the day of the I was going to say, wait, yeah, let, let, I don't hold give on that thought because I do want to come talk because I also want to ask you about, a little bit about the announcements that have happened about the the performances, etc. around that game. So let's come back to that at the end. Afghanistan 272 for 8, right? First off, what do you, do? You, I've said this maybe 20 times already on the show, but are, do we have more superlatives for Bumrah? How good is that guy, man? 4 for 39, eight. Just he got hit for and I, a couple of streaky boundaries and a couple near the end that he did get hit. But what a absolutely magnificent spell! This team is different when Jaspreet Bumrah is fit. Yeah, he's just too good. He was getting so much swing as well to start off with. He was moving the ball. Um, yeah, it was. It's just different, right? Like the intensity and 
you look at his run up and you're like okay please don't hurt yourself during the world cup and like it's so short there's so much intensity it's such a snap and like it's such a weird action and it's it just gives you that edge against and he's what 29 now right is he 29 so like he was 25 so he was a bit younger i don't know how old zack was when we won the 2011 world cup but i'm going to say he's about 31 so bumrah is in that is in yeah. that category yeah. of maturing as a fast bowler while your body is still good enough to bowl at 140 plus but your brain yeah. has matured enough so he's he's really in that perfect zone i think at, at the top of his game he's come off an injury he's made his way back in but man it is I'm not going to say it's poetry in motion because it's a weird jerky action, right? It's not yeah. like Michael Holden it's running not, in like it's not poetic. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. not poetic, but it it fills your heart with so much joy to see an Indian bowler do that to the opposition, yeah. right? And it was it's just for 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 just too good. It, it sets the tone right up front. Okay, this is the intensity we're coming with at the game, yeah. and it's it's just too good. I also want to talk about the Afghanistan bowler later, Naveen Ulhaq. Yeah, I will come, we'll come to him in we'll a second. But that in a bit. but just if you're Afghanistan you're thinking okay, one wicket earliest to to just beat Bumrah and then 60 odd for for one at about the 11 over mark and then two wickets fall in three balls. So you go to 63 for three. You're thinking this is where a team like India, one of the top sides in the world, will will put the squeeze on, right? Just really tighten up the screws. And I guess the captain Hasmatullah Shahidi and Hasmatullah Omar Zai who I hadn't spent a lot of time watching or don't know much about before this put up a magnificent partnership 121 runs in the middle overs I mean that was honestly classic ODI cricket right obviously it ended up being a one sided match in the end but from 63 for 3 you're you're have a path to 125 all out or you they consolidated they batted for 30 overs together almost put up a 120 run partnership got the team to 272 for 8 so at the end of the day you'd say probably 40 50 runs short at delhi maybe even more to be honest but but a respectable total from being 63 for 3 for a, a still a relatively inexperienced side like afghanistan right yeah and it gives you something to bowl at and and kind of hope that the indian team self destructs or combusts yeah. spontaneously right yeah. like it's it gives you a target and runs on the ball board come with the pressure and it could be a banana peel to slip on right like with yeah. the with the likes of mujib with the likes of rashid with the likes of navin as well all of these guys play a lot of cricket and it could have been an interesting game if they taken early wickets every game is interesting if you take early wickets right if india were 2 for 3 today as well um yeah it could have been different but clearly we weren't <laughs> so yeah um, and i mean i will tell you from a fantasy standpoint Oh, I no. <laughs> I sort of predicted that it could happen that India shows up today at least the top order shows up so the only two indian batters i had were the two openers i went with rohit captain and kishan vice captain and you know it so turned out that it was, that ended up being uh, being a good pick but these Sorry, just, was just that walk- you gloating or did i get for that for sure wrong? it was okay, i i, I had nisanka Mitchell Marsh and Rohit when they all made ducks back to back i'm allowed to gloat <laughs> and then, then you had kushal mendes yesterday Who got a hundred and twenty-two? I had Kushal I mean, as listen, well. I mean, listen, the centuries—it's a weird World Cup. We're what eight, nine matches in, and yeah. we've had eleven centuries. If I'm doing the math right, so it's just—it's—it's it's crazy. It's unusual. It's not what you'd expect. So centuries are not necessarily fantasy league winners for you anymore. Mm. But yeah, fascinating. Let's talk about the chase then. I mean, within 
within eight or nine overs, it felt like, okay, this is basically done, right? Like Rohit just showed up. I would, I would yeah, just walk us through that chase. And some of the records have been set. I mean, he's now a rounded out, uh, not tied, whatever, the, individually having the top three ODI century scores of all times to be Indian, as he was tied with Ricky Ponting on 30 and he's crossed to 31. And Sorry, so, I just heard rounded out, but then I, I was wondering whether you were going to go down a different path. No, uh, absolutely not. But I mean, the top three century scorers in ODI used to be Tendulkar, Virat and Ponting with Rohit that tied at 30 and now he's unequivocally number three with 31 centuries. I mean, how brilliant. How brilliant was that? Yeah, of course. And it was the, there are a number of records, right? It's the fastest ton uh, by an Indian in a, in a World Cup match. I think Kohli still holds the record for the fastest ton uh, in ODI cricket. I think it's 52 balls against Australia, if I'm not wrong. And the chat will correct me, I'm sure, if I'm wrong. But sure. I think that that's still Kohli's record. But it's the fastest World Cup ton. It's also his seventh World Cup ton in 19 matches, Ashwin. That is unbelievable. And he's got he's, to cross a thousand runs. He yeah. In 19 matches, he's yeah, crossed a thousand. He's, uh, 20 matches, I know. He's equal David yeah. Warner now. Yeah. But such he's beaten Sachin's record who got six tons, but in 44 games. Yeah. Sachin played six World Cups. Yeah. But some that, of them he was batting down the order and stuff. Fine. Right? But I'm not saying it's not a great record, but that so is wild from Rome. Tell me right? who he scored his uh, ODI tons against. Of course, today you know the answer. Afghanistan. I got one already. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Man, I re- so here's the thing. I remember there were five in the 2019 World Cup. Yeah. Okay. I remember... Sri Lanka. Okay. I remember Bangladesh. Okay. I remember he did not show up against New Zealand in the semi because nobody did. And the the other game was washed out. And the other was washed out. Because we were there. Uh, yeah. I think he scored a turn against England. And that, I think, is where my memory runs out. I don't remember. Oh, well, this, the Australia game had 300 plus. Didn't Shikhar score a turn on that one? Shikhar scored a yep. turning against us. Yep. Did he score? Did Rohit too? No, right? So, do you remember game that got, both of for, us watched? Sorry, can you give that to me first for getting three? If, uh, so, uh, so you've got England. England is yeah. right. Bangladesh is right. Isn't Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka is right. Yeah. So three. Okay, you've okay. got three. Okay. What are the okay. other two turns that he got in the 2019 <sighs> World Cup? One of which South you have watched in person. Yes. That is yeah, the, yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. And... Ashwin, this one is the easiest. You're literally missing the easiest one of the lot. You've got all the tough ones, like the Sri Lankas and the Bangladeshis. Did he score against Pakistan? He hit that square cut over point. Oh, dude. Every India the world Pakistan. went nuts. He's got 140 against Pakistan. Every India-Pakistan ODI match is a blur to me. So just okay. as long as we win, that's all I So you've got six yeah. of them. Yeah. Tell me the last one that he's got. And he's got in the 2015 World Cup, obviously. I mean, now it's just an elimination game. Was it West Indies? Australia? No, but we talked about this also. Recently, two episodes ago. Right. You got to give it to me. We're going to waste everybody's time. It's the no ball. Quarterfinal. Okay. Okay. You you made it seem like it was a unique team. So I was just listing the rest of them. But it was a second against Bangladesh. Yeah. So those are the... Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, with a, with a minimum of seven matches to go, hopefully more than seven left in this World Cup, he's got room to keep keep racking up those but records. What but a record. What a record. Phenomenal. Like, he's got it's a duck phenomenal. in the last game and people started piling on on him, of course. Somebody was saying Rohit needs to leave. That and, and 131 in 84 balls. Eventually getting out because he looked, I think one of the commentators was like, it's 
it's looking like he's got dinner reservations or something somewhere because he's just in such a hurry and then he I went for this big I think he just wanted conk. a year to get a bat to be honest he's like chalo uh-huh. uh, give our number 4 a little bit of time in the middle and listen credit where it's due it was not an not a high pressure situation but virat still saw the team over the line another 68th half century and, and guess, 25- guess who's called him as the top scorer of the world cup yeah of course man i called gil uh, no varun called gil i called rohit actually and i called kohli Yeah so we I think we're probably pretty close. Oh yeah. Kohli made the, yeah, 87 right? Oh, so this, he's at 142 Rohit's oh, no. at 131. So we're pretty close right now. Are Varun is losing with Gill so I wonder if because of injury or not injury but illness we give him a a second That's chance. A but, hard, yeah. Though, yeah. but yeah. Yeah DJ I mean we we can talk about this all day but a great clinical chase I mean good for the net run rate right we noticed in the first I'm just looking at pulling up the table while we speak but India jumped from be, like 0.8 of a net run rate to 1.5 so Im- important margin of victory there too talk to me about the fact that when navin ul haq gets the ball the whole crowd starts chanting virat kohli what exactly is happening and did you did you see the hug did they show you your highlights yeah, you watched yeah, the hug you know it's too good because obviously there's all the background between uh, navin ul haq who plays for lucknow super giant giant lsg no lucknow rising super pune giant. was super giant lucknow super lucknow super giant Why do we not know this in IPL season? I think I mean, it's IPL a plural. I like think LSG. Yeah, it's LSG. It's LSG. No, but I think it's yeah, but it's giants. Whereas Rising Pune was one one singular giant. Oh, okay, fine. That's fine. an so important clarification. So this, this is more than one giant. <laughs> yeah, cool. All of so the all of Na- the like Naveen team are super and giants. Gambhir basically hated on Kohli during this IPL. There was yeah. that fight after the game. There was all that drama where Kohli shushed the Lucknow crowd, and it was all fun. And then. Every time Kohli got out, this guy said mangoes. Mangoes. Yeah. I don't. I, it's just, and then he put mango lassi up, uh, and one Kohli got out for one in one game. Um, pretty ridiculous stuff, really. But uh, obviously, like it's Delhi, it's Kohli's home crowd. He's come out there, uh, and he seemed pretty relaxed and having quite a lot of fun. And when Navin Ullah comes out to bat, the whole crowd goes Kohli, 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 and then Navin Ullah bows to Kohli, and the crowd is losing it. It was just, it was great. and they didn't really like. I mean, they didn't fight or anything. It was like it was all pretty pleasant. And Kohli, I think, is just trying to act mature for a moment until he loses it for the next time. This is the other thing. I saw this McEnroe documentary, and mm. it's a great documentary. If you like tennis, it's a superb documentary because it's mm. actually narrated by John McEnroe himself. Yeah, and he's like, I never, oh, I never tried to be crazy. but when it came yeah. i couldn't stop myself and he was a genius right as well like kohli yeah. i think that is the thing with kohli i don't think he means to be crazy but when the like white line fever hits him there's nothing stopping him He yeah just... i i would say it, i 100% agree with everything you said and i think i don't know who initiated the the small talk on the dialogue on the field but i don't think I don't know him obviously but I don't think Kohli's personality is the type where he would hold a grudge or many months later. you know he's a magnanimous type of personality if Naveen walked up to him and said even just not even addressing things but just started chatting Kohli would shook his hand give him a hug that's his that's who he is that's the energy he brings when he's fired up he'll be the most fired up but when he's friendly he'll be the most friendly in signing jerseys and talking to Babar and this and that and so that's it's it's pretty amazing to see Ashwin, Ashwin there's some comments coming in on on YouTube which I would like you to address Uh, yeah. Shreyans Sharma says, "I don't know why people are celebrating Rohit Sharma flat wicket in Afghanistan and Rashid coming in after the 14th over." Yeah, I mean it, it's fair. It's a good, it's a good point. I think that it's not his fault that the wicket was flat, right? So you you can sit here and say, "Oh, it wasn't good enough," or you can sit here and say, "Yeah, listen, with the cards he was dealt and the situation, that situation, India could have 
relied on middle order again. India could have dawdled over the line, and Rohit stepped up and did it. So I don't. You, you can't. It seems like you can't hold against an opening batter that he got an easy track. So did Afghanistan, and that's the nature of the format. We will play Netherlands too. We will play smaller teams, and we have to still make it count. So credit where it's due. I'm not saying he's the. It's the best knock I've ever seen him play, but I think give him credit where it's due for getting the win. And then the other question that we've got is from Alston Coutinho, which is Jadeja's batting form kind of makes the batting order look shorter than it is. Yeah. Was this an opportunity to perhaps give Jadeja a little bit of a run at number three or maybe num- push Reyes up to three and give Jadeja number four? Or Man, I don't think you mess with it. I don't think Jadeja's goal was, will ever be to bat at three or four. I think if Shreyas needed, if once the second wicket fell, you, you would have been fluid the order and Shreyas needed the batting time. So I think no question about that. If a third wicket had fallen, maybe you would have held back Hardik, who got to bat in the previous game and played at Jadeja. So I don't, I don't, maybe that would be the way in, but I don't, I wouldn't have done it to play Jadeja at four. And what a ball by Hardik, by the way. We didn't talk about the slow one. He was a birthday boy, of course, as well. So yeah, that yeah. that was pretty cool. Are you disappointed Sky and Shami didn't get a chance? Because uh, Sumit Kumar has asked the question on, on YouTube as well. Yeah, I didn't. I, no, not yet. I think I would have felt very frustrated and said, like, yes, he, yes, they played badly. Sky got a duck, but so did Kishan, so did Rohit. And they both found their form today. So sometimes it just takes a little time to bat into your bat into form. And if we're a team that is constantly chopping and changing after one match, I mean, there's another question coming from Arpit around, should we replace Siraj with Shami? And I think to your point, two games ago, I think it was two ODIs ago, he picked up that six for. Yep. Right. And so now he had one bad outing. We cannot be the kind of side that chops and changes. I'm with you on horses for courses, adjust for the conditions, but stop. I don't think Ash was dropped for Shardul because of performance. Or I hope not, at least. I think he was dropped because of conditions and opposition. And I hope that's the way we play, not dropping the a Siraj or, a, or an Ayer because of one bad outing. And because Ayer looked pretty solid today, got 25 yeah, and it would on be- the board pretty harsh to drop Ash after that performance where he gave away like three runs and over and he bowled that great carom ball oh my god what a ball that was to Steve Smith yeah. I can't stop watching it just just genius what a player wait didn't Steve Smith get out to Jadeja yeah yeah but uh, Ashwin ah, bowled a carom yeah, ball yeah, which yeah, Steve yeah. Smith was went all like his facial expressions went a bit nuts he went Steve so Smith yeah, he, went, he did a Steve Smith all right, DJ, that basically brings us to a wrap. We've covered most of it. I do want to quickly ask you about the, the India-Pakistan game coming up. And we talked a little about team selection. We talked about, you know, 8-0 versus 7-1 and all that. The most important question, what is happening? We're back to BCCI at organization. There was no opening ceremony. And now, for the India-Pakistan game... You're going to get us banned. I probably This is what's we'll going to happen. We'll never get a BCCI contract. But we're never getting for the team. India-Pakistan game, you've got... I haven't read all the details, but there's performers. I read Amitabh Bachchan, I read Arjit, Arjit Singh. These guys are coming. Like, what is happening? You canceled the ceremony for an opening opening ceremony for a World Cup to do a, I don't know, Bollywood show during an India-Pakistan game. I think the question I want to frame that I read on Twitter or X that I'm not, that I'm not taking original credit for is if this was hosted in England and England said, we're not going to do an opening, opening ceremony, but mid mid World Cup during the England Australia game, we'll do a ceremony. We would have lost our minds, right? As a, as India, we, I, we would have. If you I say, if you said I'm say. not celebrating the opening game was let's say the opening game was India Sri Lanka and you did nothing to kick it off, yeah. and then ten games in twenty games in you did a big concert for England Australia, we would have gone nuts. Yeah, it's it's it's. <laughs> 
it is it's pretty in, it is it is in let's let let me put it in the best way that i can try and put it without sounding uh, too annoyed it's not inconsistent with how the rest of this tournament has been organized let's put it this way so your whole line around not playing pakistan is because you can't in- ensure their security right in, in when they come to india it's fine but you know that it's 110000 people each of whom want to watch it eyeballs the world i mean i've got people coming over to watch the game and it's yeah. it's chaos right but to have a a whole like it uh, to have a whole song and dance in the middle of a tournament for this one particular game it's bizarre yeah i mean sorry i'm trying not to get annoyed about yeah. it but it is absolutely and utterly bizarre and it's i'm pretty sure that is completely unprecedented and and the mm-hmm. whole point is right like yes you organize a tournament so that india and pakistan play like the asia cup is literally just so that they can play each yeah. other three times it's except yeah. either india or pakistan have failed these organizers in the last two rounds yeah. and you had sri lanka sitting in the final in both times yeah right i mean figure out your bilateral cricket man instead of like making putting so much pressure on these multilateral games Yep. If you don't want to play them in India, you can't ensure security, play them at some bilateral, like whatever, like neutral venue. It's just, I'm, I'm at a loss for words and we do words on this podcast. Right? This is there's, all we do. There's nothing more to yeah. say really. It's just absurd. And sorry, I had forgotten about that. I tried. Yeah. It doesn't need more of a spectacle. That's the point. That's fair. It yeah. It is already a cricketing spectacle. It's the biggest, most watched game across the subcontinent. it doesn't need all this other stuff and it would have been much nicer to have and this is my point about the world cup song as well right the uh, i've gotten mm-hmm. used to it because it plays in the background a lot but it was basically like just for indian fans this is a world cup yep. yep right so can we like make it a world cup and not like a it it feels like it's a glorified version of the ipl that's the problem with this yeah right and we need to stop doing that the ipl is great and we love it but have some the the world cup should have some sanctity sorry all right on that on that unfortunate note we're going to wrap up this week's reaction episode very special edges and sledges reaction episode midweek we'll try to do this as often as we can after india games big big win dj second on the points table on net run rate undefeated so far if we can escape the escape the risk of the breaking the pakistan curse that'll be 3 from 3 which will be really exciting couple other big games coming up the next one the big one being australia versus south africa on thursday in lucknow we talked about that i think that'll be big the aussies will be looking to notch up their first win we're playing fantasy cricket oh yeah go ahead so you're not going to be on the preview varun and i will do that right to so tell us yes. what what your thoughts are before you you wrap we'll save ours we'll save all the good stuff for the preview yeah i mean it should be it should be a great it. match both teams look really good i think a lot of pakistan's fortunes will end up depending on babar right they can't rely on a not totally fit rizwan over and over again although rizwan did say he was acting sometimes during those that was ridiculous what a great line. that was awesome but, but they but chased think, 344 in 48 overs crazy yeah Yeah, but if you think about who who has dis- historically hurt India, it's been Babar and it's been Shaheen, and they've both mm-hmm. been in, out of form. And so, if they show up, then India will have a really tough battle on their hands. And if they don't, India, I think, can tackle the rest. I think the secret against Pakistan is just be really conservative during the power play. So none of the stuff Rohit and uh, Ishan did today. And if you can get through that, then the middle overs uh, you should be able to accelerate and score big in the death. So yeah. that that's. 
That's what I'm expecting. So who are you weekend. backing? You haven't answered the question. I'm still backing India. You have to. I have to back India. And who's going to score the runs and who's going to take the wickets? I am going with Virat again. Are... I think Virat just loves the occasion. And I'm going with Kuldeep. Let's do it. Okay. Kuldeep and Virat. Nice. All right, that brings us to a wrap. Thanks for joining this very special midweek reaction episode of the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast. At one tip, one hand on all the socials. Leave your comments, like, subscribe with your YouTube. And we'll be back at the end of the week for a regular full episode as uh, India hopefully notches up their third win of the tournament. This has been the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast, signing off. Hold up. 